Yes, it is the Daily Maverick Show with myself, Jonathan Sinclair, and my co-host, Tando Daza. We are standing in for the Daily Maverick team who are on leave, enjoying their time off, refreshing their brains so they can come back and bring us the news that matters. Um, I do see a message here on WeChat. A person is asking, has the Daily Maverick uh, newsletter been cancelled? The answer is no. They are just taking some time off. So you will start getting that uh, daily dose uh, or your daily newsletter. I'm not sure if you um, are referring to the Cliff Central one because there is one sent out by Cliff Central and there is one sent out by the Daily Maverick, but it is all linked. So early January, you will start receiving that again. Uh, now, Tando, how are you doing? I haven't even let you speak. How's it going? I'm good. I've just got the flu, but hey. Oh, summer flu is the worst. Keep me down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, how do you get the flu in summer? What's going on? Who I are don't you know. hanging around? <laughs> Maybe it's because of you. Uh, f- perhaps. You know? My cold heart. Yeah. I don't know, <laughs> eh? Like, it's just been really, really bad. I've been sneezing a lot. Oh, I've been, gosh. Uh, runny nose. Not good. Not oh. good. Oh, well, there is a lot happening in the world. Uh, there's a lot of sad news. Of course, this plane that went down on Sunday. Yeah. And I see that just breaking in the last couple of hours is that they have found confirmed bodies. that several bodies, if not dozens, have been found. Yeah. Um, I've seen the images on a lot of the news websites of the family just in tears. Yeah. And it, it really is heartbreaking to see very, that. Very, very. Yeah. So we will be talking a bit more about that. We will bring it back home, of course. We're going to talk about the hard topic, but the very necessary topic of the Gauteng Road fatalities. Um, that is quite alarming, but it is down from last year nonetheless, which is quite a positive Very good, sign. Yes. And then, Tando, I don't know if you heard about the story over the weekend of these pit bulls who attacked a man on the East Rand. A terrible story. Three pit bulls got loose. Yeah. The owner wasn't home. And if I'm not um, mistaken, it was actually a security guard. He was only 47 years old. So we'll be seeing what is going on there. Devastating on Christmas even. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Very sad day. Then, of course, yesterday marked the one-year anniversary since uh, Michael Schumacher's uh, yes. skiing accident. Yes. And there has been an update there. It is not as good as we had hoped the update would be. Unfortunately. Yes. But thank God he's alive. Mm, yeah, that's Could have been worse. Day. Of course. Then, uh, Tando, something which you were also uh, wanting to talk about is Julius Malema's wedding this weekend. Dude, yeah. Um, there's, yeah, obviously quite a lot, um, happened there. A whole lot of disasters and stuff, but I know you also know more. So, yeah, yay. there was some controversy because apparently two of his best friends were not at the wedding. And mm. apparently that was due to some sort of financial disagreement. So see what happens there. <laughs> but you know, I think the press was going to find any story like from the wedding. I mean, but I did see a picture of his bride she looked very beautiful yes she looks very um, are you gonna say modern young? Uh, <laughs> do you want to say young <laughs> no 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 modern. young I, I don't have a problem with age differences honestly mm. i really do not have a problem with people dating older people younger people good yeah. for you do what you yeah, want sure. um but yeah also sunday sand revealed their best of celebs in 2004 yeah all which the is very funny top celeb stories yeah. yeah all the yeah those and um the whole Petrus Mutsipa buying a new house. Hey, but you know what? I think he deserves a new house. I mean, wasn't it two years ago <laughs> that he gave away half 69 his fortune? Point million. <laughs> no, I, I think 69 million, Patrice yeah, 69. can buy whatever house he wants because he gave half of his fortune to charity yeah. just two years ago. So I say you go with it. And I also see, uh, was it last week, Cyril Ramaphosa was using 
normal air travel to travel around yes. with his family. He didn't have Let's his. Let's give them a hand. He had no uh, security delegation you know, with him, a commercial flight. Now that's what's up. And if what I read is true, he paid for it himself, yes. even though he is allowed to take that out of the taxpayer's money. You know? <laughs> but also, I was very proud of him just over the last few months, um, starting, of course, from Mandela's funeral last yes. year, where people were booing Jacob Zuma, and Sora Ramaphosa really stood up there, and yeah. he took the leadership, and he said, remember your Ubuntu? And yes. he really calmed the crowd down, and I, I don't know what we would have done at that funeral. He's a, he's had a true not been there. leader, I know. without a doubt. You know, everyone's got their mistakes. I mean, this a few months ago. I mean, he his company was um, alleged, you know, fraud. You know, there was mm-hmm. rumors of fraud, mm-hmm. whatnot. But in terms of leadership, he's a good leader, and he's doing very well mm. for South Africans that are willing to be part of pol- um, in the political world. Mm. You know, and mm. uh, it's really, it's really good to see. Hope. Did in, you in see South the uh, little ad on TV he did where he wished the nation a happy festive season and urged us all to be safe and not drink and drive, etc. And I thought, this is our president. You know, this is the man who really stands up there. And he's the one who appears in parliament and who is sort of the face of it at the moment. And I, I don't know. I, I, I trust the guy. Where I, are the voters, though? Yeah, that's the Where thing. are the voters? Mm, mm. Well, we'll talk a bit more about that. Uh, mm-hmm. But I really do feel like he has really made us proud this year. I'm very happy with our deputy president. Yes. And Tando, you've got a lot of other news for us, entertainment yes. news. Um, and international news now. Um, uh, Lady Gaga went bold. Like oh, me. my gosh. So have, you, have you seen a pic? Yes, I have. How it actually it look? looks good. Um, I'll, I'll show you shortly. Um, it's. I'll obviously talk about it later in mm. terms of the description and what, what's it all about. Um, Alicia Keys gave birth. Mm-hmm, a baby boy, if I'm yes. not mistaken. Wow, congratulations, yes. yes. And Chris Rock divorcing, sad news, really not funny. Mm. And uh, after many, many years, hey, I think yeah. it's 19, 20 years, Chris Rock and his wife getting a divorce. Maybe he just wasn't funny enough, I, I don't know. But then mm-hmm. also, I don't know if you saw, uh, they have announced, Times Live have announced the Mampara of the Year. Yes. And uh, this particular person has won it for the third year <laughs> in a row. Yeah, and uh, we'll see who that was coming up a little bit later. And then something a little more serious. A health worker in Scotland has contracted Ebola. This mm. has been confirmed. Uh, she came back from Sierra Leone and was then diagnosed on Monday. Mm. So, hey, this could be spreading. Yeah, and ANC Yolanda Borta has passed on this yes. weekend. Now, so, sad story as well. Yeah, what was, there was a lot of controversy there with her. Um, yes. There were some allegations, yes. if I'm not mistaken. Um, they were facing charges of rental space with, um, a few other, uh, a few other officials. Mm, okay. So, yeah. And yeah. the ANC officials. And uh, they obviously haven't said what she passed away from. I know the term used a lot is a long illness. Uh, we all then s- sort of guess what that means. Yeah, it's um, metas. Okay, what is it? Metastatic um, melanoma. Oh gosh, that sounds yeah. like some sort, it's a skin sort of cancer, cancer which yeah. spreads to the brain. Oh gosh, it's actually so, terrible. Yeah, hey? and apparently patients with that um, sickness don't live very long mm. at all. Mm. So it was, yeah, that's and why even allegations exactly, were dropped. When exactly did she well. pass away? Was it um, over the weekend? Twenty ninth. Twenty ninth. No, 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 no. It was. Okay, I'll get it my It must facts have straight. been, yeah. I think it was over the weekend when I saw that story come out. I think it was Saturday. Yeah. But yeah. Well, we'll, speak, we'll speak sad. about that more. And yeah. All right. So all of this coming back after the break. We'll be right back. 
Rock into the future with Gareth Cliff. Hydro Cafe. Center. 31st December 2014. Featuring myself, O'Neill, Simba, Jensu, Miss Crew, and the Cliff Central Crew. Cliff Rocks 2015. Joe Rex Premier New Year's Eve event. Rock into the future. And we're back on the Daily Maverick Show. Myself, Jonathan Sinclair, and Tando Daza standing in for the team who are away. And, uh, yeah, Christmas is over. New Year's is literally tomorrow. My head is still not... You turning up, though? Yeah, definitely. We Where are going to be... Up? Hard Rock Cafe. Yes. Hell yeah. Although we are going to be working for a couple of hours. I mean, somebody has mm-hmm. to man the door, but I think it's going to be a huge party. We're all really excited for it. But, Done. but the reality hasn't sunken in that Christmas is over and 2014 is essentially gone. Tomorrow is, it's over. It's the 30, the 30th today of December. How crazy. Just imagine. How crazy. How, how was Christmas for you? For me, it just flew by. <laughs> There's <laughs> such a big build up to it and then it's over in a matter of 24 hours It's just All that hype The months of Build up And it's gone You know for me Christmas I was not looking forward to Christmas I will not lie to you I wanted to be alone mm, And mm, I just You know you, you just have those days And I was like You know what Moms um, I want to be alone She's like Lady you coming home Yeah that's the thing that You have to be with yeah. your family On Christmas day Otherwise You're You're going to regret it People are going to be insulted <laughs> Yeah really? No, for sure. I I can't no. imagine breaking my mother's heart by not showing up for her Christmas dinner or her Christmas yeah. lunch. No, I was. I was at home, though. You know, mm. I just... Uh... You were there in body. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right, Sando, let's get back to the news. Yes. Let's get this hard, terrible news out the way of this missing Air Asia plane that yeah. has since been found. They haven't found the actual plane, but reports in the last couple of hours that are coming out suggest that up to 40 bodies have I've been, been found. found. Now, this was an Indonesia Air Asia flight. It was flight QZ8501, and this plane was an Airbus A320-200. Now, Tando, if you've ever seen an Airbus in person, it is a Huge, huge yeah. I and cannot it, imagine mm. that crashing into the ocean and the devastating effects on a on a human body inside that plane. Um, 162 people on board, and if you just see the images of the families waiting around, I, I picture them in the airports because they all seem sitting on chairs crying, mm. and it's just I can't imagine being in that situation. But apparently, even though all the news around air traffic disasters that we've had this year, especially surrounding the two Malaysia planes that went missing yeah. and the one that was shot down, etc. Apparently air traveling is still the safety ratio is still rising. So although we have all of these stories, it is still safer to travel by a plane than any other way. Yeah, but apparently as well the weather played a huge role in this yes. um crash. So I mean it, as much as safety um has obviously been bettered within the planes and stuff, it's you know, like, we cannot control the weather. Well, they say so. that it lost uh, um, sort of communication with traffic control on early Sunday. Yeah. It was traveling from Indonesia to Singapore. 
And yeah, then if you actually go onto a lot of the websites, they actually show you the route that the plane took and how it diverted, etc., etc. But then in the midst of all of this yesterday, there was a Virgin at, uh, Atlantic plane also that had to make an emergency landing yesterday. Mm. So it seems that whenever these plane disasters happen, then all of a sudden plane safety is in the spotlight and stuff and there's a big hoo-ha. But I suppose when so many people have lost their lives, we really just have to send our condolences to them and yeah. And just hope, I, I really don't see any survivors coming out of this. I mean, if they've already yeah. recovered 40 bodies, I and don't see any survivors. And none that are anyone's living and all of that. And, you know, to speak about the whole airplane uh, missing and stuff, I mean, this year alone, mm. how many planes have been missing? Mm. Well, from my memory, there was the one that was shot down, uh, the Malaysia plane. The Malaysia plane. Which, and then there yeah, was the one, MH370, that still no one knows where it is. And there's all the conspiracy theories and et cetera, et cetera. But uh, I think there have been a couple of other smaller plane crashes that I've heard reported on throughout the year. But I feel like this, you know, when it, the, the number of people goes into the hundreds, I mean, one mm. death is enough. But this is this is a tragedy, and especially over the season. So a very sad story there. But I'm sure by the end of today, we'll have a lot more clarity on how many bodies have been recovered. It is a good thing, I suppose, that they have found the crash site. Exactly, especially for, uh, for, the, for the families. Yeah. You know, especially, I mean, it's... Yeah, I would rather I would rather know. You exactly, know what I'm saying. exactly. I mean, I was glad even you know not not speaking about planes now, but with the Nigerian um, the church, the Dini Justice, collapse, yes, yeah. when they couldn't find the mother. I'm thinking, if I was a child, how how mm. devastating would it be for me? I think you know, it's not worse knowing, not, not being able to, know, to bury yeah. your own mother. Exactly. You know, there are mothers, there are sisters, there are brothers, there are fathers, there are breadwinners mm. within that plane, and you know, it's it touches a lot of. You know, souls. It's not just, oh, it's just a human being. It's just yeah. 40 people. Mm. It's not just 40. How many, how many family members? How, how many, many people, people there in country? Yes. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's that much of a big deal. And that's why such things make such headlines because it's, it could be you. Yeah. Do you remember, I think last year when the second, uh, Malaysia plane got, sh- when that second plane, the one that got shot down, there was the guy before he got on the plane, he sent out that tweet and he sent a picture of the plane and he Imagine. said, in case it goes missing, this is what it looks like type thing. And then of course it was yeah. shot down. And they say sometimes you know when it's your time. Yeah. <sighs> Crazy. It, it gives you goosebumps to think Dude. that that was the the last tweet he sent out, yeah. and yeah, you know you joke about it, but it really can happen to you. Anyway, let us move on and come back home, Tando. Gauteng mm. um, road fatalities. The number is very high, but uh, Transport Minister Dipur Peters says that it is down by 35% since the same period last year. So 137 people have died since the beginning of December on Gauteng roads. The majority of them were not in cars, though. They were pedestrians. Imagine. Mm. So what does it say to drivers besides please be careful and don't drink and drive? What more must be said? Is you it know? the pedestrians, though? Is who's What is going on? It's the drivers. I say it's the you drivers. You say it's the drivers. <laughs> Although, I mean, we all, even when you're not driving, it does not mean that you are not drinking. Mm. So you can easily be, um, you know, just... Not careful enough and just run, uh, run into the road and just think that this is your home. Mm-hmm. I've seen lately uh, on Gauteng roads, obviously I use them a lot, the highways mainly. I've seen more and more people walking on the side of the highway and that is illegal. Uh, uh, 
as far as I know. And also, but how do you walk on the highway? Because, I mean, how do you, like, jump over the barrier? You know, they have the concrete barrier yeah. all the way in the middle. So there is no sort of way you could be, unless you're walking from off-ramp to off-ramp. That's the only thing I can think, the only reason you would be on the highway. Um, I suppose if your car broke down and you have to walk to a petrol station. Otherwise, I cannot see you to be traveling to work, walking on the side of the highway. It is incredibly dangerous. It is quite. And I mean, where would you be going? Mm-hmm. You know, and most of the time there are bridges. So if there's no bridge, do not walk. On, if there's no bridge, don't walk on the roads. If like, you're trying to cross way, a highway, like, it's almost impossible. There is no break in the traffic on a Gauteng yeah. freeway. But I mean, Jono, you could be just, um, somebody just said, get out of my car. <laughs> That's true. You could have had a fight with <laughs> your so spouse. How many people and, are having that? <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, when your parents turn around to you in the car and say, I'm going to stop this car yes. and kick you out. Yeah, get you know? out. You never know. Maybe some people are serious. I mean, I know stories of people that people actually be through this, especially females. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, pull over, drop me off here. No, like a guy would be like, get out of my car. I mean, I know someone that happens to, so hey. It could be, but I mean, how many people? Really? Things are real out here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, nonetheless, uh, of course, yeah. we have all been urged to be careful, yes. especially with New Year's tomorrow. I have seen the cops out in full force, I must say, especially the areas that I travel out. There have been, there has been rather a lot of police presence. I'm afraid, I will, I will admit this. I am so afraid to get out of the house on New Year's Eve. Hmm. Like, especially in the evening when it gets dark, I just want to get home. And um, lock myself But um, yeah I don't do that I normally go to church But when I come back I'm like no I'll sleep at church That's how I feel mm. You know But it's crazy it, it, You know it really it is, is just crazy It's guys. not worth it You know just The way I picture it It's not you that will suffer When you die in a car yes. accident I just imagine My mom getting the phone call Or my family getting that phone call And that's what stops me from well, I'm not saying I'm always the most responsible person, but in general, that is the thing that stops me is picturing my family having to receive that news. Imagine. But of course, we just hope everyone is safe tomorrow. I'm sure there's a lot of parties around uh, South Africa. Of course, in Cape Town is the main place, I think. But yes, Joburg this year, Cliff Central is yes. bringing it back to Joburg. It is happening here. But of course, be safe. Rather stay over at your friend's place. Rather get an Uber. Or rather be at Hard Rock and wait for the sun to shine. Exactly. And then, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not worth your life. So stay alert, stay alive. There is a very powerful advert uh, doing the rounds on SATV at the moment. It's that guy talking about how proud his dad is of him. And, you know, his dad yes. says this about him. And then just when you think it's going to be this heartwarming ad, right at the end of the advert, he says, and then I ruined it all. Yeah. And then you just like see the images and it, it really is terrible. And, and it just makes real. you think. It's that real. Mm. And even if you don't lose your life, do you really want to spend the weekend in prison waiting to see mm. the magistrate on Monday morning because you were a few sort of degrees over the limits? Mm. No, rather not. It's not worth it. Now, time to getting all the sad news out the way. We were speaking about this now. Now, these three pit bulls that mauled a man to death on the East Rand. Now, this is very close to where I live. In fact, it is just up the road, so it really hit home for me. Mm. So, three pit bulls got out of the gate in Germiston. Uh, now, this is actually in Primrose, which is close to a primary school. It's an Afrikaans one, a uh, large school, Oesterkane. And the way I understand it is that this 47-year-old man who was the security guard was doing his rounds. The three pit bulls got out. The owner of the home was not home at the time, and they mauled him. Mm. 
Um, one of them got shot dead by a bystander who was trying to help. Uh, so that pit bull was shot dead. The other two were put down later at the SPCA. Um, what struck me as ironic about the story is that the two that got put down at the SPCA, their names were Satan and Psycho. So I don't know if <laughs> what you name your dog can really impact their yeah. personality. But why do these things happen and why is it always pit bulls? But um, pit bulls and Rottweilers are obviously... Dogs that are known to be trained to be very violent. But everyone who owns a pit bull says it is not true. It's the it's way not, you bring I mean, them up. At home, we have pit bulls, two American pit bulls, and they're not as, you know, crazy mm. as these ones are. <laughs> but they are known to be that way. If you train them, they'll be like that. And I mean, we all have dogs for different reasons. Yeah. And it's just obviously now when there's that opportunity for them to run out. Who are we to stop them? Like, you know, you can stop it, yes, but, you know, you can't, when you're not there, uh, they get a chance. What must happen? And that is true. Your dogs, I think, do behave differently when you're not they there. They do. But also, there's something about dogs in a pack mentality. Humans as well, we have that. When we're in a mob, when we're in a crowd, when we're angry, we're excited, whatever it is, that's when mm. these things happen. Because I don't think these dogs would have done it if they were on their own. I, I, if they were with the... Um, if they had the their owner. owners, yes. Well, yeah. the owner apparently is being investigated for a case of culpable homicide. So obviously, I don't know yeah. what they would charge him on, like the negligence, I suppose, that his gate wasn't properly secured. But, you know, it's sad that it was a 47-year-old man. Yeah. But it, it could have been your child, my child. You know, it could yeah. have Yeah. But uh, yet again, that man is probably a breadwinner. He was exactly. going to work on festive season and, um, you know, he's a breadwinner, um, perhaps. You know, like... It, it, Wow. I think people should obviously train their dogs to maybe attack people that are trying to rob you, rob your house, you know, uh, yes. It's a very thin line but having a, having an animal as a pet and then having an animal as your protection. And I think there's a very fine line in the way you train your animal. And yes, yeah. Yeah, sad story nonetheless. Now, someone who I grew up watching, uh, my stepdad, of course, who sort of raised me, he is a F1 lover. Mm. So every Sunday afternoon and every Saturday afternoon, we had to watch the warm-up, the the Grand Prix. It was this huge build-up to it, and I was never, I never cared for motor racing, but I grew up watching this man win every single race, I think up until 2006 exactly. when he left Ferrari, Michael Schumacher. It's the only name you always remember. Exactly. It's such, you know, um, in the F1 experience in life, honestly. Mm. He has had a couple of close shaves with death. I remember he had a terrible accident and his leg was broken for a while. Yeah. I remember at that point his insurance was paying something out like $47 a minute that he was had his mm. broken leg. But, of course, the accident that he had last year on the 29th of December – where he was skiing um, in the French Alps, of course, and he had a head injury. Since then, we've had conflicting reports. I think uh, the family and the management went very quiet, uh, I would say up until a couple of months ago, where we got a good report coming out, and he was spotted out with his wife, or there was some sort of photo taken with his wife. But the news that has come out since yesterday, being the one-year anniversary, is that he is a long way from being better. Apparently, he still cannot speak, but mm. he is starting to recognize his loved ones. But his manager has said that they, there is a long road ahead. So I don't think that in his lifetime we'll ever see him coming back, making some sort of contribution 
I, I don't know. Mm. I feel it was very sad the way he ended his career. He left Ferrari in 2006 and he left as champion. But yeah. then he tried to make a, a comeback and he was with uh, Mercedes-Benz for three years. But he just wasn't the same. He was, yeah. It was just a very average. So I feel – I wish he had retired on that high note. As, as opposed to coming back. But of course, this is a lot of, a big hero to a lot of people. And, you know, when you see someone so big fall, it, it just makes you realize how human mm, you are. Exactly. Uh, just a few facts on Michael Schumacher, just to remind people what a legend he is. Yeah. He was born on the 3rd of Jan, um, in 1969. Um, his first GP, um, Grand Prix of win was in Belgium in 2000, in 1992. Mm. Um, his last Grand Prix of win was in China in 2006. Um, he's wins, um, 91, uh, 155 podium finishes mm. and he won seven championships, 1994, 1995, 2000, 2001, 2002, three and four. Sure. That's sure, sure. what a legend of Michael, of Michael Schumacher. And, and, and it's strange is. when you see someone who's a race car driver, this high, highly dangerous career. And then something else like skiing is the thing that takes them out. It's, it's very sad, but you know, I don't know, a lot of people, would you rather have passed away in that situation or would you rather live now as he has to live where he's unable to com- communicate, he's unable to live with the dignity that he used to have, reliant on um, people? I, it's a tough one. I don't know. It is a tough one. It is a tough one. But um, as far how I grew up is that a life is a gift. Mm-hmm. So it just says a life. It does not say a life mm-hmm. of, you know, with more descriptions, but it says a life is a gift. Mm-hmm. So the fact that his family, yes, are seeing him in such um, a devastating um, way right now. And, you know, obviously they're hurting, you know, but he's alive, mm. you know, and just those moments. And the only thing you could ho- you can have now is hope. Yeah. You know, and um, the sad thing about this is the fact that he was... Um, it was a comeback. He was attempting to come back, you know, in, term, mm. in terms of the Grand Prix. So he had retired in 2012. And after the attempt to come back, um, this happened. Yeah, yeah. So it's, you know. Hey, I think, I think the lesson there to learn is just to appreciate every day that we have with one another yeah. here. All right. Now, someone who is planning on doing that is uh, Julius Malema. Of course, he tied the knot this, uh, was it this Saturday or this week's Sunday? This Saturday. It was on Saturday. Now, I saw a pic of him and his beautiful bride. She really was beautiful. But I also, what interests me, interested me more was the photo of his son standing next to him. I've never really seen a pic of Julius Malema's son. And he is a very family-oriented orientated yes, man. Uh, yes. The beginning of this year or when was the elections? Were they in May? When did we vote? Anyway. Yeah, then. Elections 2014, you saw him holding his grandmother's hand in the queue the whole time. You know, he didn't want special treatment. He didn't want to be bumped to the front of the queue. And just how, like, he held his grandmother's hand, like, that really just hit home for me. But he's always said, you know, his grandmother is his hero. Yeah. You know, so, um, I respect that of him. Mm. Um, because I feel that, um, especially once people are, once people get money and stuff, they start, you know, uh, being different in some sort of way, and um, especially the youth, we don't much respect uh, elders that much. And Juju is one person that's doing that. Like you know, he's respecting his parents and his elders, 
And he will never be sorry for that. I find that is something that is really distilled in African culture is respecting the elders. And although I think coming from a white background, we are taught to respect our elders. It's more the elders within our family. Whereas if you yeah. see an elder person on the street, Streets, yeah. we don't taught really to greet. We taught to, yeah. you know, to, oh, if you see a lady holding quite a lot of things, you, ha- you ask, you offer, should I help you? May I please help you? You know, um, you know, Sharing, caring, loving, giving back. It's part of Ubuntu, really. And um, we don't practice it as much now, but um, we should. it's something that we need, to, we need to start getting to do again. You know, and Julius Malema is in the respecting his elders well, around him because mm. in, 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 in the House of Parliament, it's a different oh, story. Oh, for sure. Uh, but hey, and another person that was there was the UDM leader, Holomisa. Ah, Bantu, yeah. Bantu Holomisa. And, um, I was like, whoa, they folks. <laughs> I mean, they, they, you know, they friends. Well, the wedding didn't go off without controversy. Of course, yeah. something had to be controversial. Now the city press, uh, is reporting that Malema didn't invite two of his closest friends. This is Collins Foromo and Jacob Lebojo. Um, now apparently he didn't invite them because they are having some sort of dispute over finances. Uh, what that means, how they got that information, I don't know. But nonetheless, that is the controversy, controversy that came out of an otherwise smooth wedding. So, yeah, well, congrats to him, and I, I hope it's a long and successful marriage. But tell me, Tando, does uh, Julius Malema only have one child? Uh, I don't know. Because I've only ever heard them speak about his son. son there was yeah. controversy this year when he refused to take his son out of a private school yes. after he had made those comments that all people in government should send their children to government institutions. So, yeah, but I don't know if Maybe I Maybe he that. only knows one. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, uh, you know, it could be, could be not. Maybe he only knows one and probably has fathered three. Yeah, there could be (laughs) other baby mamas around somewhere. Yeah. Let's keep it at home. And speaking of Julius Malema, of course, a province, when I think of Julius Malema, I think of Limpopo. Obviously, uh, Limpopo. 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 The EFF, of course, is the official opposition in Limpopo. In Limpopo. Limpopo. Yeah, but now this for me, whenever I'm sitting around with my friends joking, and if anyone is going to insult a province, they're going to insult this one. They're going to make fun of it. They're going to say, "Are you from Limpopo?" Whatever, whatever. But apparently, Limpopo is the safest province in South Africa. The one that came in as the most dangerous, though, will surprise you. Um, it's Johannesburg. Nope. What? Western Cape. Really? Okay. What? Cape Flats. Well, I suppose Cape Flats and is it, uh, is it not good? Kailicha, Kailicha. areas like that, I suppose, would bring it up. Hey, speaking of, um, uh, Cape Flats, did you know it's like Cape Flats is not necessarily like a group, like just flats type of thing? It's like, like one place. This is Cape Flats. Yeah. So what are you saying? It's like a, it's an it's actual area. Like, no, but that's what, I, that's what I was told and that's the thingy. But yeah, it's like, they just mean like it's around obviously like Cape Town, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's not one, like, this is the group of flats. It's not like a group of flats and this is it. Oh, so it's, it's just actually like flats spread in out Cape Town. around yes, type of thing. the city. So the flats of Cape Town type of thing. Okay. So it's not one designated yes. area. This is the Cape Flats. Yes. Okay. Oh gosh. I thought that was rather weird. 
I think it's a whole other reality there. You know, I've never, I've only ever seen the Cape Flats on TV. And from what I've seen, it is riddled with gangsterism and poverty and stuff. So I don't know. I think it's a whole other world that we live in. And yeah, I think scary world. Anyway, let's bring it back to Gauteng. We have emerged as the country's best province, of course. Uh, we have the highest rankings of economic growth, employment, and education. Gauteng, this. This is Gauteng. Hala. But now, the Eastern Cape, uh, they, be, they are the worst in terms of uh, service delivery, um, and this is measured by factors such as piped water and refuse removal. So I guess all the provinces have their uh, sort of benefits and... Mm. You know, their weaknesses. But what's interesting is though, even though the Western Cape is the most dangerous province to live, they, in another sort of report that has come out, they have the highest life expectancy. So if you live in Cape Town, you have a greater life expectancy than any other. Contradicting though. Yeah, contradiction much. But I suppose that is just in terms of stress and maybe they have a lot more fresh air. And what I've noticed about people in Cape Town is they are all fit. They are all healthy. They all look, they're all good looking. They mm. all jog. Uh, so maybe that's why they have a higher life expectancy. Mm. All right. Tanda, what you got there for us? Um, well, um, ANC Yolanda Boerter has passed on. She passed on on yes, Sunday. Yeah. Um, she's a fraud and corruption accused senior Northern Cape ANC official. And, um, she was, um, she served in Parliament's um, Social Development Portfolio Committee. Mm. For those that obviously that don't know yeah, her. And yeah. she died at um, the new Amkript um, uh, Medical Clinic in Kimberley on Sunday. On Sunday. Yeah, because we thought it was sometime this week, but Sunday. And uh, you US. say that they actually did say that she passed away from some sort of skin cancer yes. that went into her brain. Yes, metastatic melanoma. Yeah, that's what mm. it's called. Mm. Um, a skin cancer which spread to her brain. And um, yeah. It's it's obviously, you know, devastating for anyone to pass away, no matter which mm-hmm. political um, correct, correct. party you yeah, are from. Whatever affiliation you <laughs> yes, come from. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, she passed away, which is sad news. And um, metric results are coming up. Yes. 5th of Jan, if 5th I'm not mistaken. 5th of Jan mistaken. for private schools. Uh-huh. 8th of Jan for public schools. Okay. Yeah. And in the 2013 metric results... um. 3% improvement in the metric pass rate. Mm-hmm. And um, we had achieved, um, Gauteng, um, we achieved a 73.9% um, pass rate with only 26.6% of learners passed with university exemptions. Sure. I don't know if and I'm happy or sad about those exactly, statistics. Exactly. You know, I'm, which sets of digits should matter more. Yeah, you know, yeah. realistically, only 26.6% passed metric and will be able to obviously go pursue the um, careers. Mm. And um, careers obviously that fit right into our emerging knowledge um, based economy, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But even within that, 26.6%, not all of them will be able to go to universities. Yeah, they just the one who got the exemptions. Yes, yeah. simply because we do not have enough universities to co- accommodate them. So imagine, so 73% of the uh, students in Gauteng passed last year. Is that what you're saying? Yes. But now if I think those... it's actually South, in just South Africa. Apologies. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Overall. if those, let's call it 74%, had all got university exemption, we wouldn't have been able to fit them in the uni- universities anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And a quick fact, right? Since 1994, these only, um, there's only been 21 universities in South Africa. Mm. And mm. if we're going to be celebrating success, then we need to be able to accommodate these successes. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to build more universities. And I, I do believe that obviously two things obviously need to change. 
government should start um, taking education systems more serious. Mm-hmm. And we also need to take our education sure. more systems. I think the, the way forward is FET colleges. I think a lot of people look down if you say I go to uh, – you know, yeah. sort of in, in brackets, um, community college. Yes. But really, yes. the, the reality is the universities cannot support all the students coming out of metric. Yes. So I, I say FET colleges are the way to go. Exactly. And it also depends what you want to study. Mm-hmm. You know, don't just, I know most families and uh, parents, they want their kids to go to universities. Yeah. If your child wants to do something else, you know, um, maybe it's a college that does mm-hmm. it better than this university, you know, in terms of better knowledge and getting work experience and work mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And be able to yeah. fulfill their careers and dreams So, you know, as much as a, as a parent wants their child to be successful Who said success only means going to university? Yeah. You know, what success determines success? in terms of whose who? view Yes, yeah. you know Totally understand you So, it's something that we obviously as a nation need mm-hmm. to, um, you know, understand And I believe, you know, with our generation we, we Part of the generations whereby we can honestly be whatever that you want to be yeah. Our parents... Yeah. Worked so damn hard for us exactly. to, you know, get us to wherever we are. And most of them, most even people our age are miserable in their mm, jobs because mm. they're doing things that they're not supposed to be doing. Imagine, Jonathan, if you were not, uh, passionate about doing what you're doing right now. Mm. Someone else that's passionate, you're wasting their space. Yeah. Honestly. Sure. You know, imagine if that whole movement would mm. happen and occur. Like, it would be marvelous. You know, it'd be marvelous. People doing their jobs right because then we sh- we wouldn't be having problems in certain departments of life. Mm. You know, um, if the doctors were to be able to do their jobs um, proper, or nurses, mm. or or paramedics. Mm. You know, and we actually change the world in such a manner, in such a way. And police people, policemen. If they did their jobs proper, you know, of course there are people that do do their jobs proper and because they, they're passionate. But what percentage of those mm. are really passionate about that? And that's what's, it's quite important, especially the times we're living in, especially as a youth now. That's what they say that we have the power because mm. we really do. Yeah. And if we don't use the power and the, the, the knowledge that we are fed, w- what is it for? Mm. We're all placed in situations for certain reasons and we, we need to, we need to make use of everything that we have. And if you have the power to talk, why not do it? Mm. If you have the power to heal in a certain way and help others do it, it's mm. needed. You know, that's what this country needs. That's what Africa needs. And, um, and the world really, yeah. you know, we wouldn't be needing money and borrowing money and whatever it is, um, in other countries and all sorts of, Situations and places, you know, like there's so much change that needs to occur. And they always say, you know, change begins with yourself Mm. and do right. Follow your dreams. It's, you know, it's not just a saying. It's not just a, you know, one of those things. Do it. It's mm. something that w- that we all need to practice and need to do. Was it Nelson Mandela who said it's always impossible until it's done? Yes. Yeah, and that's the thing. Hey, like a few years of study, and really, it does take a lot of effort. And but when it's done, you look back and it went so fast. Exactly. But I suppose not everyone's reality is the same. Not everyone exactly. has opportunities. And I suppose also when you bring in things like having a child, if you were to have a child at the age of eighteen, sixteen, whatever and it is, something so ridiculous, you can never you be cannot, ready for. That. Yeah, you can never be ready for it. Then that. you're going to be going out looking for the first job that comes along just to support exactly. your family and your child. Follow your dream and your passion. Everything else will come afterwards. Mm. A lot of people obviously don't 
do this obviously because of finances and it's really understandable. But once you get the time and the, you know, that slit to just get through and do mm. what you want to do, do it. Yeah. Do it. I was, I was, I've been very motivated. I've been watching a lot of YouTube clips about the guy who won X Factor in uh, England uh, mm. this year and he was a van driver and six month Six months down the line, he's the winner of X Factor. He's a global name, you know. Um, it's Ben Haynow, and that just shows you from a van driver to exactly. your life can change. And also another very inspirational story I heard. You know the the housing company Pam Golding that yes. sells houses. Yes, that lady sold her first house at the age of fifty nine, and now look at this company now. Yeah. So it's never too late to really do what you want to do and and turn your life around. Hey? Yeah. Right. I think we went too deep. Let's get into South African yeah, let's gossip get some right soft now. News. Yes. Um, we spoke about Petrus Mutsipe and his wife Petrus Malloy Mutsipe have bought a holiday home worth 69 million, um, rand in, ex- in an exclusive suburb of Bishop's Court in Cape Town. Good for them. Dude. Good for them. And I'm just going to go through a list. Um, Sunday Sun, um, has a list of the best of celebs in 2014. So what is this a top 10 or what is it? Um, it's, it's, um, I think there's a, le- it's a, they've made 11. So what are they based 11. on? Is the best newsmakers or in terms of that? Yeah, or? like best of, you know, certain title. Like okay. the first one is, um, the best couple of the year. Who got it? No, you just give me one and I'll. Oh, okay. Just guess now. Whatever. <laughs> I would say Bonang and what's his name, DJ. And DJ Euphonic. Mm. Ah, did you hear the rumors of him, um, beating her? Inverted, inverted commas, you know, I'm quoting, um, ma- um, marrying his baby mama. What? Yeah, something of that sort. Anyways, the best couple was AKA and DJ Zinclair. Oh, awesome. Yes, and guess what? It's DJ Zinclair's birthday today. Happy birthday Happy to that birthday. amazing soul. She's Both have been lovely here lady. Yeah. Central, of course. Yes, and worst addressed. Worst dressed celeb. Bujibigiwa. No way. Yeah, well, uh, best dressed female, Pam Andrews. Okay, <laughs> alright. Do you remember her, her dress that she wore at the Channel o Awards? Oh no, what did she wear? She wore a dress that technically revealed everything. Like, honestly, it really revealed everything. She recently had a fight with some other celebrity. I can't remember who it was, but there was a lot of news about it in the Heat magazine, I think it was. I loved her when she was at 101. I mean, yeah. Anyways, the best dressed male was designer Paledi Sihapo. Oh, I thought it would have gone to Maps Moponyani. Like for real. Swiftly moving along. <laughs> Drama queen of the year, Steve Hoffmeyer. Oh, so over that guy. Yeah. And hunk of the year, um, actor Andy Lekumbi. I think he's on Isibaya. Okay. Yeah, I think he's on Isibaya. I stand to be corrected. Um, yeah. And worst soapy of the year, Yes, drum roll please. You Gen- can Generations the Legacy. Yes. But it's the new generation. Yes, yeah, Generations the Legacy. The legacy. That's the new but generation. It's only been running for like a month. How and can they the say it's the worst? The ratings have dropped drastically. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, Fundi Vundla, my, uh, my, my father, Vala uh, Lindap. Um, best body, um, yeah, best body is Leanne Lamini. Okay, okay. Yes, I agree. Amazing woman. Um, and, um, sends them, what? Trendsetter of the year. Mm, Senzo. Yes. Senzo Mayo's dad, Samuel. For the way about the car. What, what was that whole thing? Hashtag not Senzo's dad. I didn't get yeah. that. What was that about? Um, in the funeral, yeah. um, it was the memory service of the funeral. He, he had his whole body out, right? He'd like, um, wave out the car type of thing. Wave. Like, okay. it was like, hello, whatever. I think he was just trying to say people must make way okay. or, or maybe saying people must, um, you know, 
you know, giving, saying thank you to people and the thousands of, you know, the support. Yeah. Whatever it is, you know, I don't think. But it, how did that come about? Hashtag it was not funny. Senzo's You should dad. see it. You, you, I mean, you did see it. I'm sure you've seen people as well. <laughs> Half their buddies out the No, I just, I just, I never understood the hashtag, and then they were using it for everything else. Yes, hashtag. Ted sends his dad, yeah. <laughs> and as well, the posing like a gangster um, with his fo- with his cell phone. I haven't seen that one, um, but yeah, it's all of that. <laughs> okay. And um, newsmaker of the year, Ellen Shabalala. Of course, yeah. Uh, she resigned. At, what was it last week or the week before from yes, the SABC? But she had to long ago. She wasn't uh, supposed to get that job, anyways. Um, <laughs> I mean, someone who has better qualifications or better, um, whatever it is, that should be there. But also, she yeah. said, "Ah, oh, Unisa has the documentation, and apparently, the documentation got stolen in a robbery." Ah, uh, really? But now, it all, oh, really? Yeah. Coincidentally, rather I'm just sure. say, I don't have the qualification. I'm sure. And the best booty does not go to. Boise? Yeah, does not go to that one. Um, who did it go to? I'm thinking. Is it South African, of course? South African. Best booty. Hmm. No, I, I, I can't think. You would never. To me, sure, Masham. What? <laughs> You're joking. This is, of course. From Sunday Sun. Tomisha Masha has his own show here, Black Life, and uh, yeah. he was our choir master for Cliffmas Carols. And what a guy, man. He is, he's really on point with everything. And uh, he's yeah. the first African to play Nelson Mandela. So yeah. he's doing big things. But exactly. in my mind, he will always be Dumasani. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And another thing is, uh, one more, um, former Movango actress Sulafelo Mondeni is now a married woman. She played Meme on Movango. Okay. Yes. She's married um, to uh, Radio Jock and um, also businessman Chris Machaba. How is Movango? It's Mubango, ne? Mubango. Mubango. So, yes. How is it doing? Ah, it's doing well. I is, love it. Is Mama Mara still there? No, she's not long ago. But she was like the main actress, wasn't she? No, I don't know. I don't watch it then. But she has not been there in a very long. Really? Yes. And uh, another exciting season of season uh, for our perfect wedding is coming back this Sunday. People on Twitter love the show. Exactly. And guess who the new host is? Um, Comedian woman. Comedian woman. Yes. Hmm. I have no idea. Dumi. Morake. Okay. Yes. She's doing so much nowadays. Yes. Radio, TV. Yes. Oh, she's, I mean, I love her. I love her. She's so funny and she's true. She's real. She's just, she's amazing. She must just, um, rock it. And I, I don't have any doubts that she will not kill it. And yeah. All right. Now, Tando, just before we run out of time, Times Live has released the Mampara of the Year uh, as voted for by South Africans, of course. Yeah. And who do you think it is? For the third year in a row. The Mark. third year in a row. Yeah. Mr. Jay-Z himself. Of course, Jacob Zuma. He got 90% of the votes. Uh, who do you think came in second place? Uh, we, we're at, we've actually spoken about number two and number three very recently. Um, Julius Malema? No. He, he's won it twice before. But Steve Hoffmeyer? Steve Hoffmeyer, second place. And then your final guess in third place, who do you think it was? We just spoke about her now. Yeah, Ellen. Ellen Tabalala, of course. Are we, are we not surprised? I think that's mother, father, and son. Ah. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Mother and father and son, Mampara family. Oh, gosh. But it just shows you, like, Julius Malema won it twice in a row. Uh, was it, I think, 2010, 2011, mm. if I'm not mistaken. And now he's on top of the world. So I suppose you can't really judge them by this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Tando, thank you so much. It's been a great show. The hour always goes so fast. Uh, there's a lot more that we could talk about. 
Um, but how can we keep up with you? Yeah, um, I'm on Twitter at tdaza at tdhaza, as well as on Instagram, same handle at tdhaza. Facebook, it's Tando T Daza D H A Z A. Yeah. So many ways to get hold of Tando cell phone you know number. No? Oh. <laughs> All right, then of course myself at John Sinclair, and then of course you can always hit us up on at Cliff Central. Com, uh, Instagram Cliff Central, Facebook Cliff Central, and of course the easiest way is on WeChat Cliff Central. All right, now that is it for the Daily Maverick show for this week. Um, if I'm not mistaken, myself and Tundle will be back next week for the final time standing yeah, in for the Daily Maverick, unless they decide they want to come back early. But we love it nonetheless. Oh, definitely, we'll be definitely back. Being great, hanging. Thank you so much. We we'll see you next week.